If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all things nonprofit. That's right. Nonprofit guys. Um this is the show where all we talk about is making profit. Yep. <laughs> um this is a show where Noel and I come up with incredible, fantastic, stupendous, wonderful, brilliant uh ideas for getting wealthy on a topic, and uh, uh, we give them to you people. And you take them, and you action them, and you get stinking, ugly, painfully rich. Like Scrooge McDuck swimming in the vault. Kind of rich. Yeah, disgusting. Um, Yeah, so there you go. That's what we do here. And all we ask in return, Noel, the one thing we ask from these people who make Billions, millions, billions, trillions. Trillions, maybe. Yeah. Uh, off of our uh, uh, hard work of thought and research. Uh-huh. Hard work of thought and research. It hurts. It hurts to think sometimes. It, yeah. Um, all we ask Noel in return is 10%. You tithe us. You don't forget your roots. Your roots. Your roots. You give us a little kickback. That's right. They'll and reach around. You can take as many of our ideas as you want. You know, you could be the person who made the first billion dollars and you just are looking to expand. And, you know, we don't care. You can monopolize our ideas. You can knock other people out as long as we get our 10%. That's right. You know, you can hire us as personal consultants if yeah. you want. We're happy to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now you know what our show is, who we are. Um, Financial geniuses. Yeah, that's who we are. Gurus. Gurus who uh, sit in a basement Yeah, and do this because we don't, what else do we have to do? That's right. We're financial geniuses. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so now we're at the point where I ask Noel uh-huh. how he's doing today. I'm doing good. I was thinking about something. Were you? Yeah, I was. What? Uh, so when I lived in Toronto, uh-huh. uh, I don't remember if it was actually when I was in my last year of high school or like had just started school. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went to a party, right? A buddy of mine was a bike courier. Uh-huh. And it was a bike courier party, which were a crazy bunch of people. Yeah. This was back in the 80s when uh, bike couriers were crazy. Like yeah. they were all crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot um, of missing teeth and sure, bad skin. Okay. And uh, lots of scabs from wiping out. Yeah. Before fixies were the popular in bike for the uh, urban way the before urban fixies, elite. yeah. yeah. Uh, so at this party, uh, this one dude was a jerk, uh huh, and started like trying to start up with this uh, with this real skinny, uh, fairly small black guy, uh huh. And was it being racial? Uh, well, let me let okay, me go through. Sorry. So yeah, yeah. he's just being a jerk, right? Yeah. 
and the uh, the guy's like, you know, D- stop it. I'm I'm a black belt. Did uh, he really say yeah, that? Yeah, the, the little guy <laughs> saying this. He's like, stop it. I'm a black belt. I, I, I you know, I don't want to fight you. Uh huh. And the guy just keeps going and going. And the guy's tiny little guy is just like, stop it. I'm a black belt. I, I, I don't want to fight you. And then the guy dropped an N-bomb on him. Uh-huh. And this guy <laughs> turns out was a black belt. <laughs> and he kicked this guy's ass so hard, so fast, it was shocking. Uh-huh. Everyone was like, way to go. Yeah, he uh, he was not just walking the walk. I mean, talking the talk. He, he was, was walking, walking the, the walk. walk. That must have bought him a lot of street cred. I'm sure it did, man. It was the... it was impressive because yeah. he looked so small, and it looked like he was just trying not to fight by saying right. this. Right. It's like it's like when I used to tell people I had a girlfriend in Canada. Uh huh. I did have a girlfriend in Canada, but you were from Canada. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was not. Um, that's a good story. Uh-huh. And it's a good story for multiple reasons on oh, several yeah. levels. One, it's just a good story. Yeah. It's a, a, a good story about a, a person of color fighting back. Yep. Uh, and it's also a, uh, a, a on a deeper, probably the deepest level. The deepest. A good story uh-huh. because it feeds right into our topic today. That's right. Which is... Which is street cred. Yeah. How to get rich with it? Be the money. Be that money. How yeah. to walk that walk. How to walk that Show walk. Show them. Carry that, that bling. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Walk that talk even. Walkie talkie. Yeah. Walkie talkie. <laughs> Do you have any street cred? Did you was there a period in your life when you had street cred? Like Dude, genuine street cred? Look at me. I, I can am, see you, I but am they can't. Up the streets. <laughs> <laughs> what streets exactly would that be, though? Yeah, as we discussed before, it's the streets of Soho. <laughs> The mean streets of Soho. There was a time when, when yo, this, yo <laughs> I go back cobblestones. Um, there was a time when Soho had some mean streets. That's man. right, and someone cleaned them up. Is all I'm that saying. They really did, like in the worst way. That's right. No one pees on those streets anymore. Nope. I felt like I had street cred when I was a young man. Really? Yeah. I felt like we used to we used to roam around the streets of Soho okay. in the eighties. With our boss, 16 years old, with a joint in our hand and uh-huh. a big bottle of Pinot Grigio that we would buy for <laughs> 10 bucks uh-huh. and like just chugging it back and peeing everywhere. <laughs> we thought we were badass. Okay. And we were for Soho. Yeah. We were. It was a different Soho back then. <laughs> back when you could roam and like pee- a tough guy with yeah. a bottle of Pinot Grigio. Yeah, <laughs> We would get like it would be like a three liter bottle of Pinot Grigio uh-huh. for like eight ninety nine from this uh, liquor store on on uh, on on Eighth Street. Okay, did I ever tell you the story of my 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 being legal story? Uh, no. So there was a period in New York. So forever, eighteen was a legal age for drinking. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And when I and we used to you know we started drinking we would go to the same liquor store from the time we were 16 years old uh-huh. and we would you know buy our booze and we'd go out and and drink and it you know whether it be brass monkey or this big bottle of pinot or uh what was the other one mad dog they had all that fucking garbage shit that yeah. we would drink and and get like sloppy drunk on and uh <clears throat> never would ask for my uh for my ID right and uh 
they changed the drinking age for a very short period of time. Before it was 21, it had been 18 forever. Before it was 21, they changed it to 19 Okay, in New York. And so I walked in, and the guy goes, hey, I got to ask you this. How old are you? And mm-hmm. I go, I'm 19. Yeah. I just had my birthday like two weeks ago. He said, oh, great. Okay, fine. No problem. I bought it. About three months later, uh-huh. they change it to 21. Okay. And I walk in, <laughs> and he goes, I got to ask you, how old are you? And I said, I'm 21. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, wait a second. Didn't you just turn 19 three months ago? I said, I just had my birthday. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and sells me my bottle of wine. <laughs> You know, you only get away with that kind of shit when you have street cred, my friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he was he was quaking in his boots. He was. Yeah, he was. It's not street cred isn't about fear; it's about respect. It is. It's about respect. It's about someone having a reputation uh-huh. that they uh, that that applies mm-hmm. to whatever it is that they're trying to do, and uh, people respecting that. Yeah. Yeah. So I had that reputation on the street. Okay. All right. Being a guy who trying to start a fight with me or something right now. Had a birthday every three months and would (laughs) skip two years. Yeah. You're like like a dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, street cred. Street cred. I had a little trouble with this one. Uh huh. Because, you know, I think the older you get, there is an aspect of the less street cred you have. Not me. No. No. If I guess if you've never had street credit, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. Um, yeah, okay. But so street cred, Noel. Street cred. How do you, the guy with the least street cred, uh-huh. make money off of street cred? I'll tell you how you do it. Tell me. All right. So, you know, uh, for a while now, social movements are growing. Uh, you know, people have been becoming more and more socially aware for a variety of reasons, but then really, uh, as of late, as in when Trump became elected, uh-huh. it kicked it into high gear. Really, and People did. are taken to the streets like never before. They're protesting. They are donating. They're joining movements. Uh, so, for instance, the Women's March, all over the world, cities... Probably, I, I can't even tell you how many people probably total did it, but huge numbers of people went out and marched for women's rights. Around the world. Around the world. Yeah. Uh, and across the country. Yeah. Well, across the country, just 750,000 in L.A. alone. Yep. Half a million in New York City. That's right. Another half a million plus in D.C. Yep. So we're at almost two million right If it weren't there. for that D.C. one, we would have beaten L.A., you think a lot because a lot of New Yorkers, a lot went of New Yorkers there. went down there. Did that bother you that that L.A. had a bigger? I thought one it was pretty surprising to me that that uh, they beat us that bad. Yeah, because people don't like to go walk in L.A. <laughs> yeah, maybe that that was just an excuse for a walk. They were all like, "What is this we're doing?" I think like, it would have been great if seven hundred fifty thousand people got in their cars uh-huh. and just drove. Like yeah. that was it. They went. It was like going to a drive-in. Yeah. yeah. Put a sign anyway. on top of the car. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Women's March. Uh-huh. A lot of, lot of, not just women out there. No. Guys were out there, too. Lots of them. Lots of them. Uh, and more and more men are considering themselves to be feminists. 
Yeah, fake feminists. Yeah, though. some, you know, it's a it's a tricky spot because we males. Uh-huh. Uh is that like she males, but <laughs> but like small woman with a Y. Yeah. We're we males. Uh we males. We're feminist males. Yeah. Uh you know, we don't share the common experience with women, right? So all we can really do is empathize. What what can we do? <laughs> We can empathize. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> wow. Grammar police over here, huh? Yeah, no pronunciation police uh, on the radio. So so it's a tricky spot, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and not to mention that, as you kind of alluded to, some of these male feminists are idiots. Yeah, they're fake feminists. They are, uh, you know... Douchebags with man buns, mansplaining feminist theory to women. Uh, and then there's also the dreaded uh, mactivist. Do you know what a mactivist no, is? Ma- oh, that's someone who's an activist who macks on women? Yes. Okay. It, yeah, it's yeah. someone who is uh, becoming active in this movement just to meet women. Uh, and they're they're out there. Mactivists have been around for a long time. Yeah, but they're growing. Yeah. You know, it's it's now in New York. Are there groups of mactivists that that actually like we are we're mactivists and they go out <laughs> to mac and act, and do activism at the same time? Probably, they probably are. Yeah, we'll have to do a show on it. Yeah, we we could do a whole show on <laughs> uh, mactivism on mactivism <laughs> <laughs> or activist dating sites. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for the genuine. Uh, Males out there, mm-hmm. how can Which... you better understand the plight of women, and how can you separate yourself from the trash of mactivists, <clears throat> mansplaining man bun wearers, mansplaining man bun wearers? Yeah, I like that. Uh, well, I was thinking about that, mm-hmm. and something came to mind. That I researched last week uh-huh. when I was doing research for smell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So one of the things I had read is that the cells that detect scent that we all have they have a twenty eight day lifespan. Oh, so we we turn over those cells in twenty eight days. Yeah, brand new c- cells. Yeah. So uh, twenty eight days, same as the lunar calendar. Same as women's menstrual cycle, <laughs> right? But but uh-huh. you know, uh, a menstrual cycle it it is a mass shedding at once of uh, you know whatever it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uterine wall. Yeah, the uterine wall. The and sloughing of the uterine wall. Yeah, sloughing it up. For any women out there who don't know what it is, I'd be happy to mansplain to you yeah. what. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Josh, tell you what your period is. <laughs> we'll explain the period to you. Uh, so, but because it, it, <clears throat> your, your scent cells <laughs> aren't, you know, mass exodusing. Right. Uh, it's a slow death of the cells and replacement over time yeah it's one this one dies today this one right. dies tomorrow it's a it's a full cycle over 28 days but it's not happening all at once that's right so uh but what we can do for for men mm-hmm. that want to 
share some of the of the common experience so they can better empathize with with women mm-hmm. and the plight of <laughs> and separate themselves from from the activists from the man mm-hmm. buns mm-hmm. Uh, is we can do a procedure where we scrape out their nose <laughs> and thus give all the scent <clears throat> detecting cells the same start and end point uh-huh so Essentially, what will happen is you will smell the blood coming from the women's uterus. No, no. not at okay. all. Okay, I thought you. I don't know why. Okay, okay. So, so you'll scrape it all out. Yeah, they will all have to regenerate immediately. Yeah, and, and you then will, twenty-eight days later, they will slough away. They will slough away in mass, and you will have a nasal period. <laughs> uh, so we can charge quite a bit of money for this. <laughs> You, you will you will better understand <laughs> the plight of women, and we we can sell products too. We can sell uh, you know nasal tampons. <laughs> and it's so funny to me because it's the stupidest thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, it's, the problem with my only problem uh-huh. with that is is what you're gonna have your your the end result is, is you're gonna have a period where you don't smell anything for a little while. You might. It's part of your plight. <laughs> But does that mean what do you need nasal tampons for? Uh, because it'll come out in mass. But they're just little mini cells. So's a period. You may inhale them. So they may is... end up in your lung for all you know. No, no. It'll come gushing out your gushing face. Out. What is what? What do uh, nasal cells look like when they come out as a gusher? I guess we're gonna have to see. <laughs> I mean, the the theory is amazing. Uh-huh. I just don't see the re. I I don't really see the money making potential in this. But I love no, the no, idea no. You, behind the procedure. It. Oh, the procedure. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. main one. Uh-huh. But then there's a lot of products, and they'll be so expensive they'll have to be kept behind the counter. <clears throat> there's got to be other parts of the body that slough away everything. There in, might be. In, I just read about this that, last week, though. In, in that period of time, it might be. Like, so so, but basically, what I'm saying is, yeah. you you won't just be a male feminist. You'll have cred. Yeah, you will have cred. Yeah, you'll have definite cred. Yeah, of being a male feminist with your nose period. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just do like uh-huh. once a month, yeah. do a ton of cocaine, and get nosebleeds, and like live that life. Whatever, man bun. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> man bun. Oh, man. That was great and terrible at the same time. That was... Ooh, I love that. Um, uh, that was really good, weirdly. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, street cred. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> my personal experience with street cred. Okay. Street cred is something that Unless you're one of the select few uh-huh. that maintain street cred throughout their whole life, like a Jay Z, for instance. All right, right. Yeah, he, he 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 lived it, like he played it, and he kept it up. And like the time, the, the idea of street cred just traveled with him, right? Yeah. But most people, I think, if they have street cred, it's gone at some point. They hit a certain age, and I think street cred is very—it's a very movable thing, right? And I think. If you're not someone who's sort of creating mm-hmm. the uh, the the street, as it were, yeah. whatever street that is that you're on, you're always playing catch up. 
right? You're never quite there. But who really knows the most about street credit at a given time? But the kids. Okay. Right? The kids. Sure. The, the, the kids age. I, I know people say teenagers, like 15, 16. I don't think they're fully 100% on the pulse because they're not, they're, they're buying it. But they're not necessarily creating it. I think it's when you get to like more college age, okay, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and then because they're suddenly in these sort of like weird bubbles of like creating whatever it is that's cool mm-hmm. at the moment, right? And then they are they they are they are the uh, 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 creators, I guess is the word I'm looking <laughs> okay. for there. Right. The uh, the brains behind it all and then they take it and as they get older to a certain age yep. they're taking it and they're create they're forming it and they're they're making it more uh 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 worked out more uh professionals not slicker more more uh come on you got to help me with words here okay because i forget things <laughs> <laughs> um but you get what i'm saying yes they're refining it okay that's what I'm saying. Whatever it is that that is the credible that is that you're looking for credibility with, right? So when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, you don't have to have like, you know, just being out there give you like a thousand times more street cred than anyone else. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, it just does. Yeah. So how do you get that back? You know, you, if you start like hanging out with kids at 45 years old, mm-hmm. you're kind of a poser. Yeah. Right? You're, and maybe a creep. Yeah, <laughs> it's creepy. It, yeah. uh, at least to the outside world, it's creepy. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, you can, you know, do what I do with kids, which is try to be that guy who, like, tells them about the old days and when they were cool. Uh, but it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't fly. They smile and they'll nod a lot and they'll go, yeah, nice. That, was, that sounds like it was cool mm-hmm. 30 years ago. And it was 30 years ago. Yeah. But <clears throat> what you're going to do, yeah, <clears throat> you're going to gather up. Groups of poor, okay, in the know, all right, college age people, okay. You're gonna put them with, sadly, out of it, middle aged men and women, and they're gonna teach those older people. With all the shit they should be listening to. All right. And this is stuff, you know, I, I've noticed that uh, people with kids uh, stay, their credibility lasts a little bit longer because they get it. They just sort of like it vibes to them, right? Their kids are listening to, oh, what's that? And then suddenly they know the new bands. They know this. They know that. They see what the kids are wearing. Uh-huh. You know, and if they're decent parents, they're not going, damn you, you're not wearing that outfit. That's ridiculous with your pants hanging down below your buttocks <laughs> <laughs> kind of stuff. That's a prison thing. You don't want to go to prison. Uh-huh. They're not doing that. They're going, oh, oh, that's what the kids are doing. Maybe I can like do a version of that that's not so obvious. Okay. Right? <clears throat> but you're going to have the kids showing you this stuff, and then you can massage it uh-huh. to your older sensibilities. All right. And uh, Garner Street Kid amongst your age group because you're just so in touch All right. with the younger kids. Okay. And that's it. So that's you, good. So the, the, but what you're doing, the way you're making the money, is, uh, is you're bringing the kids together. You are a conduit. Focus group. Uh, focus group isn't what I would call it, really. Okay. It, it's more like uh, you are a, uh, a, a temp agency. Okay. And you're hiring out the kids. You are 
bringing the kids and the older folks together All right. to uh, create that symbiosis that gives the older people a little more street cred. Now, as this goes on, uh-huh. right, you uh, uh, can start putting together guides that you can sell. Right, like books and things like that, uh-huh. which will constantly need to be updated to people, because you know, obviously, the trends change yeah. constantly every six months to a year, right? So, people, if they're going to stay on the cutting edge, know what's going on. They're going to need these guides to be updated, right? So, eventually, what you'll do is you'll have a members-only website, okay? Right, which will have forums and then one-on-one counseling sessions uh-huh. with your 17 to 20. 25-year-old okay. that will teach you all about what's going on in the hip world today. Okay. And that's it. That's what I got. I, can I throw one thing on there, throw too? Throw anything you want on there. Once this a month, a starting point. they also get a, uh, a care package. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to um, say they get their nose scraped out so yeah. they have a nose period. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they get a care package. Uh-huh. And it has like uh, an album that the kids yeah. like. Excellent. It has a uh, Item of clothing, uh-huh. uh huh. Maybe a video game. I don't, I don't know what yeah, else. Yeah, what, whatever what it will be. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It'll be along the lines of those. You know, there are all those things now, yeah. right? Where like the fashion things that they do, where they just you know you fill out your yeah like things you like right exactly or whatever. There's a number of them. That's don't right. Name things that aren't uh, that aren't uh, paying us. No. But no. Stitch Fix, come on. <laughs> uh, you, you might can. owe me something for that plug. Maybe they'll send you a box. That's right. Do you do plus size of Stitch Fix? Do you do a uh, uh, big and tall? Because I'm the big <laughs> part of the big and tall. I'm big and average size. <laughs> um, but there you go. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Uh-huh. It'll be like, yeah, whatever it is. It'll be like Bark Box for humans, yeah. for old men who want to be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's it. I like it. That's my idea. It's good. I think I actually, what I did was I combined my two ideas together into one. Okay. So I'm done. No. Uh, maybe. Uh, Josh. <laughs> I realized wow. they, they, they shifted seamlessly into each other. <laughs> so it made sense. Did you really? I kind of did. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have something yeah, to I'll, talk I'll about. Yeah, I'll have something else. I got something else. Okay. All right, good. I'll figure it out. Um, so while Josh is figuring that out, uh, we probably it's time for us to talk about our newest segment, Josh and Noel sell out, and where you've got to stop calling it. Our, I know it is our newest segment because yeah. we haven't added a new segment since then. Yeah, but it's been a long time it's since we've had this segment. Now, the name of it is the newest segment, That's right? No, the name of the segment is Josh and Noel sell out. It's th- th- our newest segment, Josh and Noel sell out. <laughs> That's the name. <laughs> okay, got to give the people what they want. Uh, Josh. It's true; they want that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so where. We explore how Josh and I are actively trying to sell our souls to corporate America. And just so you guys know, by actively trying to sell our souls yeah. to corporate America, this is the activity that we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you know you know the traditional ways. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Mm-hmm. You can uh, hit the sponsor button on the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel page and pledge an amount of money for the rest of the season. And half that money will go to Josh and I. Keep us in tuxedos. Keep us in hip hats. Hip hats. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Buy us a box of nose tampons. <laughs> <laughs> and half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. 
give them uh, some rubber bands to tie up their man buns. That's right. And Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit now, so you can write it all off. That's right. Uh, and if you hate Josh and I. And why would you? I, uh, well, but just in case you do. In case you do. You're listening to this. You're some hippie who's only listening to Radio Free Brooklyn because it's nonprofit, and all we talk about is making money. That's right. And, and you despise us. Right. You want to get poor show on there or something. Then you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the Patreon link, and you can pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount of money to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money will go to Josh or I. All of it will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you can put a note saying, cancel them. We want Marks. But Noel. Yeah. There's a way that we want to get rich. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't include... Radio Free Brooklyn, per se. No, it includes megacorps. That's right. Big giants of industry. Yep. Giving us money so that we can say that their stuff's good even when we think it's bad. Which we would never say. So we can take our best ideas and make them look like a McDonald's (laughs) cheeseburger or something. I don't know. Yeah. We would sandwich them between two pieces of bread. Yep. The all-beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese... Of financial ideas. Yeah, we, that's what we would become. That's right. We, we would make ourselves pablum for the people. <laughs> Easily digestible. Uh, with your corporate logo right across Josh's face. Yep. I'll tattoo it there. Yep. But so, it, I'm not going to do it cheap, though. That's one I got. you got to give me a lot of money for. That's right. I'm just saying. And that's where the real money is. Yep. So that's why we are <clears throat> aiming high. Yep. We're starting low. <laughs> <laughs> but... We are proud to have our newest sponsor, our first sponsor, <laughs> our, yeah. our only sponsor, uh-huh. Mr. Monty Lamonti. So please take it away. Hey, everybody. This is your good friend, Monty Lamonti. And I'm back again with possibly one of my best tips ever. This is one of those um, do what I say, not what I do tips. And it's so basic. I can't believe I have to tell it to you. But I have to. Be nice. That's it, people. Be nice. That's really the theory. Ah, shit. Okay, people, be nice. It just makes sense. Even if you don't like someone, just be nice to them. Who gives a crap? I can't tell you how many friends I have that I don't even like, but who cares? I'm nice to them. We're friends. Big deal. Just be nice. It makes things so much easier. And remember, as always, a positive influence in your life. And if you heard this tip, you owe me, your best friend, Monty Lamonti, $2. Pay a via PayPal at Monteism, M-O-N-T-E-I-S-M at Yahoo.com. Goodbye. I saw the title of that one, and I was a little worried, you know, uh-huh. in the last episode, uh, we went on a little fuck you rant yeah. to all of the people that, uh, that weren't sponsoring us. Uh-huh. Monty didn't get us... Uh, his ad, or tip, as he likes to call it. I like to think since he's sponsoring us, it's an advertisement for Monty yep. and his Montyisms. And and I said, fuck you, Monty. And I immediately regretted it, but uh-huh. I saw it and I thought, oh, he heard that, and he's saying, Josh, be nice. Yeah, maybe he is. You know, I, I have a good example of how nice Monty is to his friends. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he sent me a text earlier today. Uh-huh. Uh, and... <laughs> You could see in like the little preview of the text. Uh-huh. It said, "Dude, 
when you left L.A. to go back to New York, you left your hat. And I open on the, the message, uh-huh. and it goes on to say, we found it, man. Looks warm. You're going to need it until spring has officially sprung. Well, we're glad we found it, and more than happy to return it to you. Hope all is well. <laughs> and then he has a picture of a giant turd he left in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's how nice Monty is to his friends. Uh-huh. I, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you showed that to me. Yeah. Wow. At least he didn't take a picture of a giant turd in the hat <laughs> I that know. he took. You know? But maybe you're one of the friends he doesn't really like. Maybe. He's just being nice. Maybe. Maybe. Just being nice. Yeah. All right, then. All right. You know what? We're nice to you guys because not only do we give you a topic, this week it is street cred, and from that topic we give you ideas from which you can gain untold financial wealth, but we also, in the show, put another little mini topic if you get even more mini rich. So... Figurative? Figurative even more mini rich? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> So uh, if you're right now just like shaking your head at Josh, uh, <laughs> and that's probably what you're doing, then uh, listen to this, come back, listen to the rest of the show later, make even more money. So Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. So 90% of people that I talk to say that they hate their job, which I kind of understand because that's why it's called a job. It's work. If it was meant to be fun, it would be called super fantastical, happy, smiley time. Man, some of you have no idea just how good you actually have it. So in an effort to knock some sense into y'all, I searched the web for the worst jobs in the world, and I'm going to present them to you now. Try complaining about your job after hearing about these. Manual sewer cleaner. Sorry, but you had to have known that at least one of these was going to involve poop. Manual sewer cleaners still exist in Delhi, India and do exactly what you would expect that they do. They go into sewers and manually clear blockages. And for their troubles, they're only paid about three to four pounds a day, plus a bottle of booze. They're given minimal protective equipment, which based on that picture looks like just pants. And out of all the men hired to do this job, over a hundred die every year. So next time you have to take crap from your boss, just remember it's better to take crap from your boss than collect crap for your boss, right? Am I right? Get it? Because it's... Oh, come on. That's funny. Yeah. So I said a while back, and I did one before, that Uh occasionally our tip of the week is the tip is to make you appreciate what you got a little bit. That's right. Right? And and that's one. Yeah. These guys who do this, uh, they do... Generally, 90% of them die before the age of 60. Okay. They are literally standing neck deep in raw sewage in shorts uh-huh. and uh, uh, digging through human waste and whatever else is you can imagine would be in the sewers of India. That's right. So you can either do that or... <laughs> You can take our ideas, <laughs> apply them to the world, get super wealthy, super fast, mm-hmm. give us 10%. Yep. So those are your two choices. Or, or, uh-huh. you could just be nice. You could be nice both ways. That's true. You could be the nicest little manual s- sewer cleaner in the world. Mm-hmm. And you can be a nice, nice billionaire. That's true. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Yeah, he's a nice, nice guy. He is. It's a little strange. Well... 
Did you see that that HBO documentary on him? I did not. You should see it. Okay. He's a genius. Yeah. But like all of those like real geniuses, they live their life a little differently than you and I. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. All right. We're geniuses. We are, and we live our lives differently than you and I. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Noel. Yes. Street cred. Street cred, guys. We're going to get rich right now with it. How uh-huh. are we going to do that? Well, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone is very well aware. Donald Trump very recently signed a bill allowing ISPs to sell our info that they gather. Yes. Which is everything we do on the web, on our phones, on Google Docs, anything. Oh, Google Docs. Oh, that makes sense, Google it's Docs. It's now yeah. for sale. Yep. Uh, you know, who, who are they selling that to, as we've discussed before? Marketers. So let me ask you with the Google Docs thing. Uh-huh. If you write something, yeah, right? Like say you're, an, you're a writer and you write, a chapter of a book, uh-huh. and you send it via Google Docs to someone. Yeah, they can then, in theory, they can take that chapter of the book and use it for whatever they will. I don't know. I'm just curious if that's when 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 you say that, if that's what that means. I think I think it's just data about you. Okay, not gotcha. your property. But uh, so you know, they're selling to marketers. Mm-hmm. Soon, they're going to be selling to insurance companies, uh, and eventually. They're going to be selling it, you know it, to employers so that employers can do the most thorough background check on anyone before they hire them. you watch. Yep. That's it. That's all we use the internet for. (laughs) That's all I use it for. (laughs) Certainly not for research. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what I use my brain for. Okay. All right. All right. Uh... (laughs) Well played, touche. <laughs> uh, so everyone soon will know everything you do. They will know what porn you watch. They will know any anything you do, basically, because everything you do now, more and more, involves the internet, involves your phone. That's true. You know, your, your location data, mm-hmm. your phone has that. They can tell where you are at all times, and now they can sell that. Uh, so uh, I was listening to a show called Reply All, which I mentioned on here before. It's uh, like a technology show. Mm-hmm. Is it about email? Uh, it's about technology in general, not just email. But Reply All is something you do on the email, You can right? do that on email, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it, this it breaks out of that. If it's even. like a group email, uh-huh. you use Reply All. If, if you want to respond to everybody. Yes. I just learned that at my Mac class. Okay, Mansplainer. Mr. Man Bun Mansplainer. I'm just really having it more reaffirmed for me. Uh-huh. And you really my, just learned that? No. I okay. learned it I learned it a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you understand why I don't do the Twitter and uh, you? I let you run all the Facebook and those things? Yeah, I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, this show called Reply All, not an email, but a, okay. a show. Uh, they, Do they talk about email? No. <laughs> uh, they were talking about uh, this bill that just got passed uh-huh. and what you can do about it. And one of the things that they t- discussed was something that's out there called obfuscation software. 
obfuscation yes. software. Uh, and basically, uh, what it does is it will <clears throat> constantly go random places on the internet and do random things on the internet so that anyone watching your data can't tell what you're doing and what this program is doing. Won't they just assume that it's what you're doing, though? Well, yeah, but it's too much for you to really be doing. Oh, I see. So it's you're, constantly you're, doing uh, stuff. Yes. You're right. basically making your data hidden in a sea of other data. Gotcha. So they're just going to be like, this is. there's no way one person can be doing all this. How do we fish out what this person's actually doing? Yes. Gotcha. And so before, when Google could sell your, your searches, mm -hmm. uh, they had it where it would just constantly search for different things. Right. You know, it would search for uh, Red Hat. Mm -hmm. Then it would search for... Red Hat Big Tit. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the software, Josh. This is not you. <laughs> oh, I get confused. With, uh, okay. <laughs> but now uh, that your ISP can do this, it it's going to do it just for all your inter internet activity. And uh, they actually say it's probably better than... Uh, using a, a VPN, virtual private gonna, network. Okay, yeah. Um, but doesn't a VPN, doesn't it encrypt stuff? Is that what VPNs do? No. Or am I completely VPN off is basically you log into another machine and you search oh, the internet okay. from that machine. Gotcha. Uh, this is basically what you're doing. Right. So, um, but but this is even better. Okay. Uh, because there's no way to crack it. Mm -hmm. You can't tell what's what. Right. Uh, you know, uh, except that, all Josh's actual searches have big tits at the end of it. <laughs> uh, so it, it hides who you are, right? No one can tell who's you, who's not you. Well, this show's about street cred. It's not about uh -huh. hiding. It's about getting out there and maybe letting people know who you are. <laughs> That's true, or, yeah. Or... Making people think you are who you want to seem to be. Oh, so uh, yeah, no, that that's actually my last thing. Okay, is but but go ahead. Okay. You're you're doing it in a virtual world. Yes, go ahead. So yeah, yeah. Uh, why not make a version of this obfuscation software mm -hmm. where you tell it who you want to be seen as? So right. it doesn't just search. Red hat, big tits. <laughs> if you want to be uh, seen as a as a designer, right? It searches red hat, big tits, <laughs> beautiful outfit. Yes, that's <laughs> what it does. Uh, but w whatever it is, you can set it right. And when people search your history, they will think you're a mathematical genius mm -hmm. because you're just looking at math journal after math journal after no, math journal. Yeah, brilliant idea. Uh, if you want to be a tough guy, you're looking up nothing but. Uh, switchblades, uh, Taekwondo, <laughs> Taekwondo and switchblades. I'm a tough guy, damn it. Arr, I'm a tough guy from 1956. R. They look up DAs and leather jackets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you can set it to to make you seem to be whoever it is you want to seem no, to be. I, I mean, or even who you are. Uh, and and your employers will look. Your yeah. insurance companies will look. Eventually, everyone will be able to see. That Josh is really wearing red hat with big tits. <laughs> the hat doesn't have big tits. 
I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm wearing a red hat though. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um yeah, uh, yeah so you, you probably need a comment there then. Red hat comma. <laughs> does that help if you're doing a search? Uh putting a comma between things? Probably does. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. I always have problems with searches. <laughs> That's why you have all those hats with breasts on them. <laughs> All right, we've we've run that into yeah, the ground pretty have. much. But um I got to say it's brilliant cuz I th- this was actually one of my ideas. Okay. I was thinking about how but I was doing it in I was doing it in real life. Okay. My thing is in real life uh-huh. and the problem was in a virtual we're in the virtual world we live in now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's so easy to find out the truth about someone, right? Yeah. I remember, and and I've seen this happen, and it's it's been in a million movies, obviously. But you're kind of like someone with no street cred, right? You've got no reputation. You're kind of a nebbish, a nerd, or whatever. <laughs> you go someplace new, uh-huh. and you spin some yarns about yourself, yep. or just based on where you're from, you're suddenly like pretty goddamn cool, yeah. Right, even though where you're from, you were like the lowest on the totem pole. Yeah, you know, like uh, I, I see the example I see is like I, I worked with a guy from England for years, mm-hmm. and this guy, admittedly, back in England, women could care could have cared less about him. Yeah, like no one was interested in him. He was. Like, he'd go out to the bar with his friends. He'd be the guy that would go home alone every single time, just drunk and lonely. He came over to America, and just with the accent and the whole thing, he was like the coolest guy in the room everywhere he went. Sure. It was, like, shocking. Um, You know, and, and, uh, you know, even I personally have experienced it when I moved up here from... uh, from St. Thomas, where I was kind of like a kid who got bullied, yeah. I was suddenly like, I came from this exotic place, and it was like I was interesting all of a sudden. Just being from somewhere that people think is cool uh-huh. immediately gives you street cred. Sure. Right? So I was like, you know, fucking pull up and move. Just <laughs> lift up, <laughs> pull up 10 stakes and move, and then just make uh, tell people who you're whoever you want to be. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm Josh Rubin from New York City, and I was like, you know, I partied till 3 o'clock in the morning when I was 15 years old, and I ran the streets, and I was a wild man, and people were going to listen to those stories like, man, New York, oh, was it? what was it like? Did you go to this club and that club? Sure I did. Why not? Because mm-hmm. fuck it. They don't know. But now they would know, right? Because the, the question was, how do you block keep them from getting the actual information on you? Yeah. Because with every new person... We've seen it in all the movies who comes from a place that people are enthralled with and they become the hot new flavor of the month. There's always that person who wants to find out the real truth, the skeptic. Yeah. Right? The Scooby-Doos. The (laughs) Scooby-Doos. Right. The mean jock who was the most popular kid for a while and doesn't appreciate the competition kind of stuff. Yeah. And they, you know, can easily find out your your info. But this with this obfus this version of obfuscation software that you've come up with, the opposite of obfuscation, whatever that is, uh-huh. uh is the way to do that. And it's a much better way. So, you know, you win the internet today, Noel Denis. There you go. Because so I know go. what it is. But yeah, pull up stakes, guys. <laughs> Move. Move. Move to someplace cool. Uh-huh. Be the uncool person for a while. And then move to someplace uncool. And you can make a lot of money being the big fish in a little pond. Yeah. It's actually the better way to do it now, I think, for a lot of people. 
You know, everyone wants to, for instance, come to New York and open up a restaurant, right? Yeah. Or San Francisco or too Las many. Vegas. Too many. Too many heavy hitters out there. Too many big fish in that big pond. You're just going to get eaten alive. Yep. But you, you come and you work in New York for a little while. Uh-huh. You get that street cred, yeah. you do your thing, and then you move back to Iowa City, yeah. and you open up your uh, five-star restaurant. Uh -huh. People aren't going to know what to do with spherification and and foams and uh, things like meat glue. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I, I know, went but there. It's not a very appetizing dinner you're uh, <laughs> laying out there. I don't know about this menu. Dude, people spend $500 you know, for uh -huh. a tasting menu of stuff, that, that stuff. I'm just saying. Okay. But my point is pick up pick up pick up stakes and get on out. Okay. Move someplace where they're going to think you're cool. All right. Just based on where you live. Yeah. Change and, change your whole outlook in life. Yeah. And become rich. And it'll make you rich. Yeah. You will be because just the fact you go to those places and and you say, dude, in New York everyone is into this thing. Yeah. And they will just be like, oh, well, we'll try it. A corn dog? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So there you go. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so you probably right now are wondering, how do I get these guys their 10%? Mm. I am making so much money. Mm -hmm. I see green horizons all around me. How do I get them their 10%? How do I reach out and say hi? How do I say thank you? How? How do I give them ideas for shows? Oh, that would be fun. How, how do I give them <clears throat> tips to judge their schemes by? I will also say, if you give us an idea for a show and we use it, you will get credit. You will. We did that once, didn't we? Didn't we? Uh... Yeah. Maybe, I'm just putting it out there, listeners. We held a little, many, many moons ago, uh -huh. in the early stages of Get Rich Quick, Yeah. we held a contest. Yeah. Where we gave away a uh, get rich quick pee bucket. Yeah, because you're too busy making <clears throat> money to go to the bathroom. That's right. And uh, 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 maybe if we did something like that again, maybe. Uh, so if you're interested in us doing a contest again, uh, we'll give us an idea for a contest, or just say just say yes, or but just you say gotta let yes. us know. Yeah, on any of our platforms. Yeah, whether it be uh, Facebook. Yeah, at. Uh, Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, via email at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Get in touch with us. Go on iTunes. Uh huh. Rate. Yep. Review. Please review and rate and subscribe. <laughs> and, and if you are one of these people. Uh huh. Who only listen to us on a podcast. Which, I, you know, I'm okay with. Yeah. That's fine. But we urge you to uh, go on to Radio Free Brooklyn, Saturday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern, listen to the show as it comes out, get the tips five <clears throat> days early, get rich five days early. That's right. Get that five days of interest that all That's these right. other schmoes are missing. I will tell you right now that the companies. The people yeah. who are the billionaires and trillionaires of our listeners right now were the ones that... Uh, they listen Saturday night. They listen on Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, you guys think, oh, ha, ha, funny. These guys are hysterical. Uh -huh. They may be the best thing on internet radio and uh, podcasts simultaneously. Okay. But uh, we're not joking around here. No. 
we're serious about you guys making money off of these ideas. Yeah, that's right. You you may actually wait to download the show when we put it out. That's right. And you've <laughs> missed the boat. That's right. And I will also say, if you're contacting us, if apparently I just learned this uh, today, if you Gmail us and uh, reply all, it'll go to everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, stick around the station, see what else is going on. There's a lot of good stuff before mm-hmm. us. We got Art Star Scene. <clears throat> uh, after us, we got Trippin' Beats. Yeah, Trippin' Beats. There's good shows all the time. Lots stick- of good music on Radio Free Brooklyn. Listen, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Don't be a knucklehead. Uh, so. So. Now that you know how to give us our money. Uh-huh. You've still got 90% of your money left. That's a lot of money. <laughs> you still have... <laughs> So much money. Really is a lot of money. You got to do something with it. What are they going to do with it, Noel? Well, you're going to go out and spend some of it. Well, that's a given. Yeah. What's the point of making all that money if you're not going to spend it? Exactly. So, you know what? We not only took care of telling you how to get the money, Uh huh. we're also going to take care of telling you what to do with that money when you have it. So <laughs> We are full service. Yeah, so this. Mr. Josh, please take it away. Beauty aficionados everywhere are used to paying pretty exorbitant sums for products, but this one really takes the cake. Shiseido has launched a limited edition face cream that retails for $13,000 for a tiny vial. Laura, tell me about this ridiculously priced face cream. What's in it? First of all, it's made by the Japanese cosmetics brand uh, Shiseido. And as you might expect, they're not going to give us all the ingredients, but they have uh, said to us that the uh, product includes um, ingredients such as natural silk and pearl um, and other sort of high-end things that they assure us are meant to uh, emit light, radiate light, and uh, improve the skin's uh, cell structures to um, create a youthful look. I would pay $13,000 for anything that would create light and emit light on my body. Yeah. Um, so the $13,000, they're selling the cream. So... $13,000 for the th- one of the three limited edition uh, creams that is sold in the limited edition packaging. Okay. Which is a jar that is covered entirely in Swarovski crystals. Ooh. And uh, I think you get, it's one of three. They've uh, only put three of those out. Okay. But you can buy the face cream uh-huh. filled with pearl and silk uh-huh. and light emitting items. Yeah. Uh, for a mere seven or eight hundred, I, mean, I think it's a thousand dollars. Okay, actually, all for right. Just the the cream in its regular jar. You know what's amazing to me? What is that? You somehow found that by googling face cream big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually red hat big tits face cream <laughs> with no commas, and that's what came up. Oh, I'm sure some other stuff came up. Uh, so you guys, I know my ideas are great. Uh huh. Josh knows our ideas are great. Hmm. How do you, the listening public, know that our ideas are what we say they are? How do you know that we can be trusted with your financial future? How do you know we can be trusted? <laughs> well, I'll tell you how. Uh-huh. Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by Josh. Where did our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules that I scoured from the in- internet are red hat, big tits, 
Uh, no. The rules today are 10 rules to help make you rich from self-made millionaire Kevin Green. Uh, as I get further into these searches, uh-huh. I'm getting like really down to the bottom. Of the- so this is from uh, Wales Online, okay, a Welsh online uh, 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 news site. All right. Sounds fancy. All right. So Kevin Green, rich rule number one, never waste a second of your time. Uh, yeah. Don't waste a second of your time. Uh, you know, go out there, get rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, seconds. You put enough seconds together. That's you know what right. You get what? Twenty-eight days. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting for you. That's right. Yeah, I let. I gave you some space, and you uh-huh. and you pulled it out. I'm yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. All right. So check that one off. Check it. All right. <clears throat> Rule number two. Yeah. Self-awareness is the master key to success. Yeah. You're aware that maybe at home, uh-huh. where you're from, yeah. you're not the coolest guy in yeah. the world. You're kind of a dork. Yeah. But you're also fully aware that when you move to Sheboygan. Sheboygan. And you're from L.A. Oh, yeah. You're hot shit. Yep. You are going to be the cock of the walk. Yeah. They're going to be asking you things like, What's the fashion in L like yeah. in LA like these days? And you're yeah. gonna have the answer. You're gonna be the uh Perez Hilton. Only dangerous. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, self awareness is the master key to success. That's right. So that's two for two. Um <laughs> We we can do a few here today. Okay. Uh <clears throat> number three, you are only as good as the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Uh, you know, women with a Y. That's right. <laughs> right? We males. We males. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not one of those Mactivists. Nope. Not one of those man bun mansplainers. Mm-hmm. Giving yeah. feminist theory to a woman <laughs> who knows woman. it because uh, she lives it. That's right. She does. Who are you to tell her? Yeah. That's right. Your privilege. So what's that? Three for Mustachioed three? Mustachioed privilege. <laughs> What are we, three for, for three? Three there? for three. Okay. Going for number four. All right. We haven't done four in a long time. We nope. didn't even get to five. Today. I don't know if we're going to get to okay. five. Um, embrace change. Yeah. Embrace change. You know, uh, new new bill just signed. ISPs can sell your info. That's right. You can run from it. Nope. You can obfuscate, or you can create the person you want the world to see you oh, as. God. That's a great one. I love that one. <laughs> I do. I think that I think that one is as an well. I I love the first one mm-hmm. for m- multiple reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, someone's gonna get rich off of that one. Um, but yeah, so that's four, right? That's right. So we are four for four, and uh, as we all know, you're getting rich. That's so right. once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Get